Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And today... We are excited to be hosting an insurance consultant. Many of you may know him, particularly those of you who have uh, a presence on social media. He is so generous. He gives advice freely, but always with a caution that you must do what you must do as far as insurance is concerned. Isaac Amoyal. Thank you very much for making time to join us. Thank you very much for having me. Great. Also here in the studio is Jeffrey Kranting. He comes highly recommended for this very discussion. He is a lawyer and chartered insurer. He's trying to teach the insurance people because he's a lawyer and he's adding all of that. But it's all good. Jeffrey, thanks for, for making time to join us. Thanks, something for having me. Great. We will also be joined by Zoom. Um, we have Reverend Cyril Benedict Crabb, who joined us last week, who is president of Accident Victim Support Ghana. Rev, thank you once again. Uh, thank you very much, something. Right. So his, his organization, the Accident Victim Support Ghana, brought to the fore one of the stories that got us thinking that we needed to do this all over again and in a manner that benefits you on our weekly legal clinic here on um, the law. He told us the story about these people who lost their little, you know, children who were crossing the road who had been sent on an errand by their teachers, was it? And a trailer just killed them, five of them, and after how many years, they are still pursuing, and there appears to be no solution in sight for them. Thank you once again for what you do for Ghanaians. So, let's begin with you, Jeffrey. Right. So, typically, the law requires that when an accident happens, motor accident, it must be reported. Right. Then what? Okay. So when, when an accident happens, um, as a pedestrian, as a road user, as a passenger, a fair-paying passenger in a vehicle, even as a vehicle owner, just like you rightly said, you're supposed to report it um, to the police and then subsequently to your insurance company. Okay. So you report to the police. The police come to 
the scene of the accident, they do what they are supposed to do, take the necessary measurements, take the facts of the accident, and then if they are minded to prosecute, they take the necessary steps and then prosecute. I mean, apart from that, you're supposed to also make a complaint to your insurance company so that the insurance company can prepare adequately for the aftermath of the accident. If there are any injuries, if there are, there's death, if there's any property damage. So all those are things that you need to report, make a claim, so that the processes will get In addition started. to that, the Road Safety Authority told us last week that part of the reason that there need to be a report and for the police to go to the site is to also get the statistics right. and to know which areas are more accident-prone so that they will advise all of us, right. as it were, in their planning. That's correct. So we know that this place is more accident-prone. These are the cautions that you need to take. But beyond that, you say they go there for a number of things. Right. Please go over again. Yeah, so when they get to the scene, uh, basically, you know the road has two sides. There's um, the ongoing traffic and then the outbound traffic. So that each person is supposed to be in their lane. So that where exactly the accident happens tells you who is the cause of the accident. So that even if we have to determine who the tort fees are, as we say it in law, mm. the person that committed the accident, then the police will know who exactly to put the blame on. And that goes into which insurance company now has the liability. Uh -huh. So that if um, there's an accident involving more than one vehicle, sometimes there's just one vehicle, so now it's easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. But when there's more than one vehicle, then we need to establish liability and know where to place the liability. Uh -huh. So the police does that just to find out. They find out, that they get the details of the driver who was in charge of the vehicle, whether his license was even um, renewed, um, whether the weight that he's supposed to carry. There was one case that I did. The insurance was repudiated because the driver had a license that was lower than the vehicle that he was driving right. at the time. So they check all those things so that um, when the accident report comes to the insurance company, they will know exactly what to do. And like I said from the beginning, the police may also prosecute. Great. Uh -huh, so they need to establish who was the cause of this accident that happened. You used the word the insurance was repudiated. Right. Or the claim was repudiated. Right. What does that mean? To repudiate a claim means to deny liability or to disclaim liability. That, so that your insurer won't pay you. Yes. So you, take the, you make a complaint to the insurance company, and the insurance company says that because of this and that, we are not liable for, even though you have a valid insurance with us, we are not liable for this particular claim because certain things were not done. What are some of the circumstances that lead to repudiation of the insurance or where you will not be entitled to a claim? As he, as he said uh, in his statement, uh, if the license is not uh, appropriate for the vehicle you are driving. Mm -hmm. and, uh, there was if a, it's not appropriate, yes. not that it is expired, yes. it's not been renewed. Not renewed. Okay. So I have a, say, license B, mm -hmm. and I'm driving a vehicle that requires license C. I've not been trained or certified by DVLA to drive that kind of vehicle. So by law, I'm not supposed to even be behind the wheels. Many of us are holding what kind of driver's license? And many of us are holding the B. The B. The B for saloon cars and uh, SUVs. Right. And even with those who are holding the B, you may, you may have the license which is active but not renewed. That's right. Because every license has, uh, I think, six years uh, expiration. Right. Then you have uh, to renew every two years. That's right. And someone asks, okay, I have a license. Why should I, have, why should I go there every two years? The two years is now for you to have any form of health condition 
that makes it inappropriate for you to drive. And if you are not, uh, if you are not able to drive health-wise, then you are endangering the other road users. And often, many of us procure a license for driving a small saloon car, so to speak. And then we are blessed, and we get a four-wheel. And we are supposed to upgrade. We don't upgrade. Remember, your license, your, your insurance claim could be repudiated on that account. Now, from your interaction with people who get into, you know, motor accidents, what are the common things that come up that you find that they ought to have known and they didn't know and it's not helpful? Um, some people, apart from their license being expired, that they don't even know. Some even have expired insurance and they don't know. Okay. Yeah, and uh, there are people who are in, they experience a form of accident and they don't even report. So, as my uh, senior in the industry <laughs> was saying, you realize that as soon as the incident happens, you report, then we know that, okay, this issue is coming up. Right. And even more importantly, we work with pictures. Right. Because you can't say you recorded a video of the incident. I mean, no one planned to have an accident. Mm. So as soon as the incident happened, you take the pictures. And I always say that you take pictures that try to capture the vehicle number so that we know that, okay, this vehicle number. Because if you take a side picture and the vehicle is green, I'm sure if you stand in front of your office right now and see a lot of green vehicles passing. So people, and I don't understand why they don't have a relationship with their insurance uh, agents or consultants. Because for me, I mean, I have clients who call me at midnight and say, this, this thing has happened to me. Okay, just get me pictures. Even if it's in the night, there's a way we can see the pictures and, and know. They just yeah. get that to you and they go to sleep. They go to sleep. They leave the rest of the job to you. <laughs> you know something? Mm. Some people even, um, apart from not taking the pictures at all, do not report immediately and then they go, they go ahead and then repair the vehicles. Mm-hmm. So by the time they come to the insurance company, the vehicle is already repaired. Mm. And then the question now is, you know, what was the extent of damage at the time the accident happened? Mm-hmm. You know, the, if you have repaired the vehicle, it's difficult to now go back and then ascertain that this was the actual damage That's right. that happened to the vehicle. That, that, does it not matter, like you said, that you take pictures? I could take pictures. I could take a photo, a video as well. That shows that this was the accident and there was a damage. This was the extent of the damage. And maybe when I was repairing it also, I took pictures or took evidence of the repairs and I have receipts and everything. Does it not help? So there are some damages that we need to go and inspect. We have our surveyors who go there to see the extent of damage. So if you take the pictures, fine, and you go to repair it, how do we know, as you said, the extent of damage? I'm in a hurry. I'm thinking you may delay the process. Oh, not necessarily. You could report to me and I tell you, okay, go ahead and repair the vehicle whilst we process mm. your claim. Right. But if you go ahead to process the claim on your own without telling me, then you give me reasons to suspect mm. something. And, I mean, we may have a, a not too very big insurance industry, but we do also suffer from insurance fraud. Mm. So those are some of the ways we used to check. Right. I think last week, a um, friend from the Ghana Insurance Association told us one such story about a fraud <coughs> where yes. somebody uh, decided to cause the damage to their own vehicle <laughs> and then was going for make a claim. <laughs> yeah. uh, you remember there was this um, so-called accident somewhere on the motorway. I hope I hope you don't mention them. <laughs> it turned out to be a lawyer. Ah, that famous accident. Okay, right. Okay, so uh, if you are just joining us, 
this is part two of the the discussion on or the education on what happens after an accident. And my guests are Jeffrey Cranting, who is lawyer and chartered insurer, Isaac Amoya, who is insurance consultant that many of us may be familiar with, often giving free advice to assist us on social media, particularly on Facebook. Now, I realize that you speak about the accident and you are talking about a claim for repairs or something of the sort about a damaged vehicle. But beyond that, we want to look at when the individual involved you know, have suffered injuries, there may have been deaths or something of the sort. Mm. What happens? Okay, so um, if there's injury, then it means that the person is still alive. So the person can make a claim. Okay, so now if it's injury and death, um, the law says that you have to bring the claim within three years. Okay, so uh, within three years after the law. So if you have suffered an injury and then you are hospitalized or anything, I mean, there's, you know, you are not able to report. That's right. You still have within three years within which to bring the claim. Now, um, there is there's, um, a little leave for minors or people under some form of disability. So if somebody is a child or somebody is of an unsound mind, we call that a disability in law. So even though there's a three-year period within which you can bring the claim. If you're under some form of disability, right. then the period of limitation does not run until you are out of that disability. So if you're a child, for example, that means you're below the age of 18, so that that period of limitation, which is the three years, does not start to run mm. until you come out of that disability. And if you're out of unsound mind, too, that same um, permission applies to you. But injury, three years. Death, three years. And then... Um, property damage, as you said earlier on, six years. So in terms of um, the period within which you can bring the claim, it's three years for injury and death, and then six years for property damage. We call it uh, limitations on the claims. Uh-huh. Right. And you just said something very important. Even though you do not encourage that people will find themselves in those situations where they don't make the report within three years, right. and if it concerns damage to property, they don't make the report within the six years. Right. And time runs out before they go and make the report. But you are saying that there's a situation yeah. where the time that within which you are supposed to report, if you don't report and you report thereafter, right. you will still get your, your, your insurance process. You will not be thrown out. Yes, yes. The law makes an exception for, mm. for minors. Okay. And then for... Um, for people of unsound mind. All right. So that, uh, like I said, the law refers to those people as people suffering from a disability. Mm. It doesn't mean that the person is amputated. But the person being a minor, so if you read um, Section 16 of the Limitations Act, which right. is NRCD 54, mm-hmm. it says specifically. Let me just read so you continue. Right. Sure. Uh, it says, extension in <clears throat> case of disability. Where on the date when a right of action accrued, for which a period of limitation is fixed by this act, the person to whom it occurred was under a disability. The period of the disability shall not, subject to this section, be taken into account in computing the relevant period of limitation. 
for the purposes of subsection 1, the one I have already read, the period of limitation shall be computed from the date when the person ceased to be under a disability or died, whichever event first occurred, although the period of limitation might otherwise have expired. Subsection 1 shall not affect a case where the right of action first accrued to a person not under a... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Disability through whom the person under a disability claims. Yes, so if at the time the accident happened, you know, we call it right of action. So the right of action accrues to a person. So if the person um, was not under any disability, then if the person dies, for example, Mm. and somebody now takes over from um, that person, maybe a personal representative or something, that person will not be entitled to that um, exemption. Right. Uh, But then, if you read Section 5, it says that for the purposes of this decree, a person shall be deemed to be under a disability if he's an infant. So like I said, if the person is an infant, then the person is deemed by the law to be under a disability. So time that's not run. So we can say three years, we can say six years. But then if that person comes under this provision, then it means that the person um, can still bring their claim after these periods of limitation and will still be um, accepted. Whenever after the three and after the six. No, it has to be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't mean that go to sleep. All right. The law even helps the, That's right. not the indolent. That's right. <laughs> but people right. who are ready. Because you, you suffered an accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, of course, you... Athletic Brewing Company doesn't craft ordinary non-alcoholic beer. Athletic Brewing crafts award-winning non-alcoholic beers that are fit for all times. Brews born from our founder's crazy idea. Why can't there just be an amazing non-alcoholic beer that wouldn't affect me the next day? And that actually tasted great? Oh, wow. That's a great idea. Enjoy delicious, award-winning craft brews anytime and without any downside. Go to athleticbrewing.com to order online or find a store near you. The reasons why Edgar went to court. Mm -hmm. Uh But I think that there's um, a new Cup 2021. Even that Cup 2021, there are limits. For injury, for death, after the property damage, that's not a problem because of so, so if we know them offhand, <coughs> what, what are these caps? Um, so before we go to the caps, they are not exactly limits, more of guidelines. <laughs> it says guidelines. They will tell you that. <laughs> more of guidelines okay. to help us because, I mean, if we leave it uh, at, large. at large, I mean, then what determines what we pay? Because uh, as uh, I was having a little discussion with him, there are moments that you can't detach emotions from what you are seeing. Mm. So if I get very emotional about the situation, how much can really fix my emotions? So these kind of guidelines give us a framework as in some, I mean, threshold to work within. And uh, he was making, you made mention about uh, two people in different economic uh, yeah, standards. Right. The truth of the matter is that uh, the insurance is uh, we have one of the, our principles, the principle of indemnity. Right. 
not for you to make profits, right. but to try to put you at a place where you were before. That's right. So if you were earning, say, 15,000 cities per annually, and you, there's an issue, and some other person also earning, say, 35,000 annually, putting the two of you at the same level after the incident does not mean we should also assume that you are earning the 50,000 50, or more than the 15,000. So this uh, cap and looking at the person's income, annual income, try to help us to fix that, uh, what do you call it, um, principle of indemnity. All right. Yeah. So you try to put you at a place where you were and so that you don't make profits. So you like the original <clears throat> position, like many lawyers do, that, for example, the third party, if you had an injury of sort, then you know that there's a limit you were entitled to. Um, sometimes it was just about some 3,000 or so, not yeah. anything beyond That's for that. the property damage. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, property damage. Mm-hmm. And then if it involved death, then it was limitless. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is up to how you are able to negotiate with the insurer. Exactly. Explain that to us and why that should be the case. You know, when it comes to um, the human being, limb, body, you can't put a value to it. I mean, that is why there's no problem with the property damage being capped because we can ascertain how much damage has been caused. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the human being, and in fact, there have been several instances when there have been latent, in, latent injuries mm-hmm. so that you come and then we negotiate the claim, we pay you off as an insurance company, but then many years down the line, you realize that as a result of that accident, there's some injury or there's some thing that you suffered as a result of in fact if you remember mm-hmm. um, in the UK when um, issues of uh, asbestos damage came about people as late as 40 years after they were exposed to asbestos were still making claims mm-hmm. you understand so now if you tie you know my injury mm-hmm. or, or death you know to a specific figure then you're kind of placing a value on, on, on my body, on my life. Nobody can place a value on anybody's life. Right. You know, so that's why, um, for the most part, a lot of us argue that that position, which was the fact that when it comes to injury and death, there ought not to be any limit. Right. It doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's in the air. Obviously, it would depend on how much injury you've suffered. It would depend on the circumstances of your death. Because when it comes to death, for example, you calculate... You, you want to negotiate on the basis, for example, um, how much the person was earning, exactly. uh, the life that that person is left with right. to have lived, and if he was earning so much, um, potential promotions that they would have gotten into, exactly. you know, and their dependents, yeah. Yeah. and right. so on and so forth. Right. So you, you subscribe to that or you don't? I subscribe to that, <laughs> but uh, my issue has always been the case that uh, if we leave it open, then how how much is too much? So if we leave it open, then there's no cap. Then on a case by case basis. On a case by case basis. That becomes difficult for us because he's my senior in the industry and he's aware that uh, even the third party premium that we pay very minute. That's right. When you compare to the potential risk that we are exposed to, so these things can be they are doable. But then I mean someone needs to pay for them. Right. But if we have we have about. Uh, Four percent, no, about twenty-five percent of vehicles on the road not properly insured. Mm. So when these people 
I mean, cause any form of uh, damage or injury to somebody, then it is still those who are insuring that are going to pay because then we refer them to the motor compensation fund, right. which is being funded by the insurance companies. So, so typically give us an idea, and I'm coming back to the question of the police involvement, mm -hmm. because that's important, right. and people have missed that. Um, what steps do you need to take mm -hmm. with the police involvement and procuring a report without which he will not help you? That's correct. So what is the... Give us ideas. When we are involved in an accident, we get an injury or we get a damage, what are we likely to get? <laughs> okay, for third-party property damage, the one we are aware, it's up to uh, 6,000 cities. Right. And personal accident, that is for the owner or the driver in the vehicle, that one is uh, 7,000. Now, for the other passengers... Uh, so let's, for example, for private cars for individuals, we have an aggregate limit of 150,000 cities. That means all the passengers in the vehicle are going to share the 150,000 cities. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you said it. So, you said it. So, you see that. He says aggregate limit. Mm. Right? That's what the CAP 2021 says. Uh, yeah. So that if it's 150,000, for a vehicle with an occupancy of five. Because mm -hmm. that's what happens for the private cars and the taxis. Yes. Right? So it means that no matter the extent of your injury, all five persons on board are only entitled to as much as 150,000 cities. Uh, that may be you are, are you assuming that you all had the same degree of injury. Right. Because someone may just be thrown out of the window mm -hmm. and just a little bit of abrasions. Such a person cannot have the same amount as somebody who got a finger broken or an a leg broken. Okay. So, as I said earlier on, the conversation depends on the degree of right. injury. You, you were taking us through. Let's, yes. let's so, um, <coughs> for passenger carrying taxis and private uh, vehicles, we have 150,000 cities okay. as an aggregate limit. All right. Then we have a passenger carrying minibus, 350,000 cities. And we have passenger carrying buses, up to 45 passengers, 500,000. Mm. And we have passenger carrying buses and coaches, up to 65 passengers, 700,000. And the others, we have 3,000, I mean, uh, 350,000 cities. Okay. Yeah. What does the others mean? Others represent what? Oh, others could mean... These, these you refer to are third-party insurance situations. Yes, it? yes. Okay. How about the situations of comprehensive insurances? That's so, differ. So, comprehensive is uh, more of an embellishment product. The... The insurance concept came out of thinking about the third parties. Mm -hmm. And the comprehensive came as an embellishment. Okay, I bought my car. This is a huge investment. Right. I want to protect it. The original idea of motor insurance was for the third party. Right. So the third party is uh, I mean, inside of what they call it, the, the comprehensive. Right. Yeah. So the comprehensive simply caters for the fact that I have lost a car worth this much. Yes. I yes. am most likely to get... A replacement, yes, or the value of the value of the car paid to you. Yeah. Okay, but the third-party component in that comprehensive insurance is the same as this one. Yes, the same okay. one. We take care of those. Uh, all right, yeah. all right. Now, so what role does the police report play in the insurance claim? So that when there is an accident, if I'm injured, I will make sure I follow it. If uh, my I'm in a situation where my, you know, uh, my relatives mm -hmm. have to make sure they get the police report. They do that for me. Okay, so um, 
most of the time when the accident happens, um, it's just the road users who are there. The police is not on site. The insurance company is not on site. So there has to be that independent report mm -hmm. to um, tell the insurance company who eventually pays the claim what exactly happened. So the police is the institution that is trained and empowered to make this report. Right. So that you go to the insurance company and the first thing they ask you is, where is the police report? I know that there are some insurance companies that may waive a police report in cases of undamaged claims where there are no um, liabilities for injuries and there are no third-party liabilities. Because really, when it comes to the own damages, that contract that you have with the insurance company. Mm. Uh -huh. But when there's injury um, and there's third-party liability, then they want to establish firmly. So if you look at most of the time, if you look at the accident report form that the insurance companies ask, have or give out, there's, a, there's a, um, a statement that says that don't answer any um, courts or other queries that yeah, are not any liability. Don't accept any liability because they want to establish, first of all, that the liability is not on you. So there's a question that, are you the cause of the accident? Okay. Okay. Now they want, and the police is the one that is trained to establish that liability. Right. To say that because of the side of the road on which you were, mm. it means that you were the one that caused the accident. Mm. So they come to your insurance company and they say that, okay, you know what? This accident happened, we understand. But from the pol police report that we have received, it, it suggests that it's the other driver that was responsible for the accident. So it is so the insurer of that, dri that driver that should that be pursued, exactly. not this particular insurer. Exactly. So if you, the driver, or the owner of that vehicle, you are in a hurry to accept the liability, you would have done it in vain. You would have yes. done it in vain. Okay. You would have done it in vain. So okay. there are even situations that um, if, if, because of relationship with the insurance company, even if they decide to, to admit the liability, they actually, there's something that we call subrogation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really work in Ghana because if you, pay the, if, if, you pay, if you pay the insurance claim and then go to your colleague insurer to say that pay me because I paid this on your behalf, usually does not happen. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. There are fine details that they do some back, back um, room stuff. Right. But really, um, that's what the police does. The police. We, last week, we had issues about this police report thing and why it is to some, so difficult to procure. And Reverend um, Cyril Benedict uh, Crab is on the line. He will get, we'll bring him on shortly. But there's one situation that, you know, he finds it so difficult when it shouldn't be. So I'm going to the Road Traffic Regulation 2012 and uh, Section Regulation 161. 161 says, a person may apply in writing to the police officer in charge of the jurisdiction within which an accident involving a motor vehicle occurs for a police accident report in relation to the accident. An application for a police accident report shall be accompanied with the fee specified in the fifth schedule. I'm sure that has changed over and over again because in the fifth schedule right now it's about some 20 CDs or 2 CDs or something I like that. I think it has 80 CDs. It's 80 CDs, yes. yes. Now it's supposed to be, yeah, 80 cities flat. Right. Um, then it says, on, the, on, a rec on receipt of an application for a police accident report, the police officer to whom the application is submitted shall cause a copy of the report made of the accident in duplicate to be sent to the applicant. 
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Account. Within 14 days. Does this work? <laughs> You'll be blessed to receive it in 14 days. <laughs> it usually but that's the law. We should insist on it. That's the law. Um, I mean, on the ground, practically, there are difficulties. Sometimes, even when the accident has happened, even to get the police to move from the office to the accident scene is a challenge. Uh, so sometimes they don't have vehicles, sometimes they have vehicles, they don't have fuel, right. and all of those things. Uh-huh. So you must, as it were, in Ghana, facilitate Fac- that. Exactly. And after you have facilitated that, um, the report has to be signed by somebody, and that somebody is not available, and all those things. So um, in practice, sometimes it's a bit difficult to come by you know, the police reform. You are right. hedging. There are things you are supposed to say at this point. <laughs> you are hedging. Yes. <laughs> I well, for, like, for us, it would be difficult to do without the police reports. It's because, difficult to do without it. Yes. In, I mean, in circumstances that we need the police reports, mm. because uh, who else can we trust to confirm that this incident really happened? It's really the p- police. Mm. And um, as I said earlier, you know, we may be, uh, it's something that is not very common, but insurance fraud is real. Mm-hmm. And it happens. So when we open the floodgate, like, okay, let's eliminate this requirement, let, let's take this in out, then we are kind of gently opening the floodgates for people to take advantage of the system. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think that the police report is, is a key requirement. I mean, it's good. Because even if the matter ends up in court, in establishing liability, it's important that there should be an independent report. And it's the police that does that. Except that we're saying that our friends in the police should um, help the situation. Because sometimes when the people are in accident situations, they're really traumatized. Yes. And so if there's an additional burden of having to go and, you know, um, you know. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes choice of TBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher have to push the police and get the police report, then it becomes a problem. You see, Jeffrey, he's <laughs> <laughs> just been so kind to the police. Now he uses the expression, um, push. push. <laughs> what is push? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Mm. Uh, we've had situations when, you know, the police even wants to talk to the lawyer and say, right. lawyer, mm-hmm. um, your thing is before me. What yeah. are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Uh-huh. And you have to speak English. 
Yeah, but yes. the I think that the police report is an important document when it comes okay. to insurance claims. Just that the police should simplify the processes. When he says that you have to speak English, he means it doesn't mean you really have to speak English. <laughs> it actually means you have to speak cheap <laughs> or ga. But it must come with something. That's what he means by you have to speak English. Um, on that, there are people who simply cannot afford. Um, Reverend Crab, thank you very, very much once again. Um, tell us about the circumstances of the many people you encounter who cannot afford and what you think should be the solution. Great. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, once again, uh, good afternoon to your panelists and yourself. Mm. And thank you for the opportunity. As the duty support, Ghana is most grateful to you for this opportunity. Um, we Oh, what just happened? Just when we brought him on, um, his 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 uh, his Zoom just froze. Hello, Rev. We'll get back to Rev, but let's open the phone lines now. Ask your questions uh, direct to our guest in the studio. Isaac Kamoyao is insurance consultant. Jeffrey Kranting is lawyer and chartered insurer, and Reverend Sir Benedict Kraft is President, Accident Victim Support, Ghana. You can call us now and let's hear your question. Now, Jeffrey, I was wondering, the Hospital Fees Act, I find that there are general exemptions for hospital fees. And where a, a state department needs a particular report to facilitate what it has to do, there is an exemption. Right. So that, for example, if there is rape, uh, defilement, and they need a report for the purposes of prosecution, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be free. Right. And yet, people still pay. Right. I was asking myself, why isn't that applicable to an accident situation? And something I agree with you. I think that this is something that has to be considered under the exemptions. Because... Really, uh, you see, if you look at the insurance premium as it is quoted, mm. the initial, I think it's um, 48 hours, if, if you have to be in hospital, mm. that portion, that payment that you have to pay in hospital is actually captured under the insurance premium. Okay. And so I don't think it is far-fetched for us to also include something like a police report and even a medical report. You right. see something how it is when you're doing criminal cases that the criminal um, i mean the accused persons even file without paying that's right so that is something that we should also advocate and then push something like a police report something like a medical report we're talking about the police i don't even want to get into the medical report that's also another big issue because they need this for their prosecution exactly and the law says if it is a department of the state that requires it and a department of the state it defines to include the army and others. Exactly. Why shouldn't the police also get it for free? Well, I think or the it, attorney it should, general it should, get it, it, should, it, should, it should be done for free. Right. Even if it's not done for free, mm -hmm. you know, for, for, for the use of that word, we can actually incorporate it into the insurance premium. So it's postpaid? It's postpaid. Okay. Such that there's a small percentage of the insurance premium that caters for the police and medical. An excellent idea. Rev, you are back. Uh, sorry about that. Yes, so thank you very much once again. Um, like he rightly said, I think he's hit on one of the suggestions that we have at our place. Uh, with the difficulties that uh, crash victims go through, I believe that all three of you have been involved in an accident before. 
and I believe one way or the other you have come in contact with the um, the difficulties, challenges uh, that crash victims go through. And not to talk more about the processes that they need to go through to acquire these um, documents or, or papers that would uh, also earn them their right to, to uh, um, um, gain or get medical uh, address or redress. But let's talk about one that has to be at the hospital. Um, he didn't ask for uh, the crash. He paid for it. He, there was a social contract. Uh, take me from one place to another. And you, at the end of the day, by your recklessness or whatever your car, the fault may be, I ended up at the hospital. Or I ended up being injured and the fracture is so serious. Mm. And uh, I become incapacitated or injured. At the end of the day, I even lost my life. What should be done immediately? Should that, should my family also go through the pain of these processes or these difficulties? No. And that's why we are suggesting that uh, if a caveat would be in the, in the uh, insurance um, law that they've, they've brought, that with these, these things that will happen in case of death or serious injury, um, the victim must be treated with some kind of exception. Right. With, with regards to the processes, mm. the exception may be that already nobody in Ghana um, planned to go and crash. No driver, no pedestrian, no um, passenger planned that I am going to be involved in an accident. It, it happens all of a sudden with no fault of either side. Of mm. Reverend Slyne, uh, again, uh, um, not the best, but let's go to uh, Dramani in Tamale. I mean, you're also in Tamale. Just hold on. Alex, we just lost you. Yes, uh, Dramani, be quick about it. What's your question? Yeah, my question is that if a, a relative is involved in death and uh, unfortunately passes away, who goes to report to the insurance company? Okay, thank you very much. I mean, in Tamale, what's your question? Yes, uh, good afternoon, uh, Mr. Thompson, uh, lawyer Thompson. So my question has to do with, uh, I had an accident. I went to a uh, Karga, uh, that was uh, 2021 April. So I went to Karga and I was coming. When I was coming, I picked two ladies and they were in, in the back of my car. So when I was coming, the, uh, the passenger side, uh, front side, got back. That's it. And then my car veered uh, uh, off uh, the road, and then I somersaulted. So when uh, I, I, I called the police, they came to write the, the report, and they gave me the report. So I had to send it to my insurance company. When I went there, the insurance company told me that uh, I was not eligible for claim and it was a third party insurance so i wanted to know uh, i want to know uh, the stance of uh, the term or i was denied not to have uh, my insurance because the dream is even listening to me yep. that's it. okay not, do, you, uh, do you understand where he's coming from with his question yeah okay you said you said you you, you put the passengers where you were giving people lift is that it 
Yes, I was given the two ladies, and they, they, they asked them, one of them broke the, their leg. Uh, okay. Well, what, what, sort of vehicle, what sort of vehicle were you using, and which part of the vehicle do you say you kept them? Yes, uh, I was using the 2017 uh, Corolla Ellie. Corolla Ellie. And they okay. were inside the front passenger. So they were inside the car? Yeah, they were inside the car. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, so uh, perhaps we start with... Uh, Mohammed, go ahead with your question. You are calling us from Sunyane quickly. Okay. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, go ahead. Yes. Yes. I I had a throttle in a car. Which the, the driver crashed the car into uh, a pavement. And the driver um we didn't report the case. And he took the car straight to the workshop. And I'm not well, so I'm in Sinyana trying to call to coordinate and then to see to how the whole process will, will, will run. But I've not been able to come to Accra because of my sickness. Now, it's been about five months now. What what do I do? Some some two people got injured. Okay, and uh, and, I, and I, I assisted them uh, uh, through their medication, their uh, hospitalization, and everything. Okay, but Mohammed, I'll say I'll say call after the show. Okay, call the same line after the show and ask to speak to us. And then I think we'll pick we'll take a last one or we'll, we'll let's let's try attempt these. The very first one, Dramani. Uh, 2001, his incident, or what did he say? 2021. 2021. Yes, his incident up to to, to now. Uh, what can he do if you remember exactly what his issue was? Dramani. Is it is that the one who said a relative? Yes. Okay. So who 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 reports? Who reports and who, who kind of stands in to uh, accept the claim? Okay, so first of all, we need to know the insurance company that uh, insured that particular vehicle. That's right. And any relative who can do those rounds. Any relative any at relative all. Any relative at all. But there should be proof of relation. How do I prove my relation with the person who has uh, passed? We can talk about the names, ID cards, or a letter of administration that's they can, I mean, uh, procure to start the process. Okay. Briefly, what is a letter of administration? They, they okay, so they the letter of administration is granted um, for a dead person, the relatives of the dead person, the personal representatives, mm -hmm. somebody who can stand in the stead of the dead person to access some of these um, benefits. And it is given by a court? It's given by a court. So you mm -hmm. may need to make an application to the courts for the court to grant the letters to specific individuals. So right. Say, like, a relative, the parents maybe a spouse or somebody like that. Right. So you go to the court and you get the letters of administration. But it may matter because this happened in 2021. Um, depending on the particular month. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Okay, we're ending on the map. So, yes. Okay. So time right. is almost running. We're just at the beginning of 2024. Yeah. yeah. Right. How about uh, I mean? I mean, I think you... Talk about third party? Yes, third party. Giving people lift? Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. So, um, for any vehicle, irrespective of the insurance cover under which you are, we have the personal accident, as in those in the vehicle. Right. They have uh, up to 7,000. Mm. So, if they were in the vehicle and he was driving that particular vehicle, then they have up to 7,000 to, to get from the insurance company. Okay. But, so, Samson, yeah. let, me, let me add something to it. What I got from his question, he was talking about gratuitous passengers. Mm-hmm. So he said he gave them a lift. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So if, they are fair, if you look at even the CAP 2021, they talk about fair-paying passengers. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about gratuitous passengers, people that you give lifts to, they are not, they are not in the business of running transport. You are not paying for it. Right. That one is a difficult one. And that is why they say that there's no cover for them. You see, the personal accident element in the insurance policy applies to the driver. Now, I think some years ago, GPRTU made some, raised some concerns. And so for truck trusts like this, is the driver and the mate okay. who are entitled to the personal accident insurance, which is a PA component, a very small component. If you pick anybody else, if once the vehicle is not for commercial purposes, those people... The person will not be entitled to a claim. Are, are, are taking a risk. Yes. We need to understand that uh, with this voice that you've given, yeah. he can come and say, okay, they were my friends. We went to a, a party, went to church, and we're going home. You can't say, I'm going to dance one, my friend is going to dance one, I can't mm. go with my person. I mean, my friend. Okay. Interesting there. Uh, so, Muhammad in Suyani, he says something has happened. He has a car, he has a driver, they are trying to attend to it, but he wants to make some intervention he, I don't know what he means by his unavailability in Accra, what exactly he does to his case. So I've asked that he calls right after the coming. show so that we can see how you'll be assisted because we need to understand your issue a lot more thoroughly. Now, um, as we get ready to wrap up, what will be... Uh, who else is on the line? Okay, sorry, um, we have cut the lines now. I'm sorry, this, this all the time will allow us for... Um, what do you think we needed to pay attention to that we haven't and you want to say to also advise our viewers? Um, I think we should take insurance uh, very seriously when it comes to vehicle insurance. We should be very serious about that. And secondly, uh, victims should talk to the right people. There's been incidents where, say, a competition is dragging for two years mm. because somebody is speaking into the victim's ears. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home this wednesday experience the movie event that will make the world feel all right you ready bob my music to change the world. Bob Marley, One Love. Ready PG-13, Wednesday. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. 
That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Only this amount. Whatever it is, don't listen. But, I mean, the insurance company has taken a position. And most of the time, they, they've allocated the budget, and they are not likely to go beyond <laughs> that budget. I'm laughing because I'm dealing with one right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Somebody said, no, don't, don't collect yeah. somebody. It's too small. Yeah. But, I mean, if we are working within some monetary budget, so right. we've, we've taken a position, that's what we are going to do. What you are saying, he will not confirm you. He will not support you. It's <laughs> difficult to be between two lawyers. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So we should take uh, insurance seriously, and also we always try to talk to the right people. But there are, if it's not possible, I'll tell you point blank, Charlie, this thing there, you can't make a claim. Okay. Just stop wasting your time, your money, and all those kind of stuff. If it's possible, I'll give you the guidelines. And luckily for us, uh, uh, the insurance industry has come up with what we call the steam up, where, which forms part of the three-tier uh, conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. So if you're having issues with your insurance company, you can go to steam up, and they come as first intervention. Second, if you're not satisfied with what steam up is offering you, you go to NIC. If you're not satisfied with NIC, then you can think about your court. Escalate it to yeah. court. All right. Okay, yeah, so um, I, I, I just want to encourage us that we should all take our insurance policies um, seriously. One thing I'd like to say to um, people who especially go on commercial buses, now there's an insurance short code. There's an insurance short code where you'll be able to check, even before you bought the vehicle, whether the vehicle is um, insured or not. So that there's a compensation fund which may come in, but the compensation fund is very small. Mm. And so you are better off you know, going on a vehicle that has a full um, insurance cover so that in the, in the event of um, an accident or something, there'll be something to, to fall on. So there's an insurance short code that I believe that maybe production can put on the screen for people to look at. And then you can check there and then. I think that's what the police use these days. When they catch you and they say, where is your document? They let me check. <laughs> so people should be interested in whether the vehicle that they are going to board is insured or not. If for nothing at all, it makes up for some compensation if there's an accident. I think that's very critical. Very critical. And Isaac has just repeated the, the evangelism that he does consistently for you to take your insurance very seriously. Um, there's someone who says the, the insurance, is it only for accident, including for his uh, pre, uh, comprehensive? Is it only for an accident situation? Yeah, so the insurance covers, obviously comprehensive covers the vehicle itself, right. uh, theft, accidental damage, and fire. Then the third-party component, which is for the other uh, road users, okay. which, which covers for injury, uh, third-party property damage, and death. His question, if his car broke down somehow, is his insurance not responsible? <laughs> mm, 
Okay. It depends, but not exactly because most of the time they're breaking down is as a mechanical, what you call mechanical damage. All right. Yes, as a, as a result of the usage, not accidental. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Uh, Jeffrey Cranting, lawyer and chartered insurer. Isaac Amoya is insurance consultant. And Reverend Sir Benedict Crabb, uh, whose uh, Zoom was not that helpful, but he was here throughout for the whole uh, one hour yeah. last week. He's president of the Accident Victim Support Unit. Yes, is there a last word you have for us again after what you told yes. us last week? Yes, yes, a, a, a quick one, a quick one. So we are the mouthpiece of many of all the crash uh, victims. Last year we recorded uh, about uh, 2,276 who died, and also 15,409 who, who are injured and currently looking for um, some form of comp- compensation or claims. What we are saying is that if we can be a bit flexible, both with the uh, uh, police processes and also the insurance processes, it will help. And like I said earlier on, the insurance companies, we are begging and pleading with them All right. for humanity reasons. If they can always be proactive, that they will go to the aid of the victims, mm. even before they finish with the processes, it will help. Mm. So that they themselves will be involved in the payment of their hospital expenses. Okay. They will see how much they pay for surgeries and all that. Thank you, Reverend Trapp. Thank us. you very much. Uh, time is up with us. And as I mentioned, Isaac Amoya, if you went to, if, I mean, actually, Facebook, you'll find him. How can I find you on social media? Jeffrey Cranting, you can also find him. Just go to Facebook, mm-hmm. yeah, In Twitter, the- or X now. X now, <laughs> right. <laughs> and you'll find them. They'll be of uh, help to you. Thank you very much once again. Okay, so this has been the law. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.